Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't feel like the Joe Burrow, Mac Jones comparisons are too crazy. I mean, Joe Burrow's a slightly better athlete, but both similar in terms of the arm strength, right? Mac does not have a cannon. Joe Burrow does not have a cannon. In fact, if you look at it, Daniel Jeremiah, former NFL scout, NFL network guy, does their all their mock drafts, does their draft coverage. He basically had the same grade for both these guys in terms of arm strength. On a three to seven scale, he had both these guys around five. So slightly above average arms for the NFL level. And Joe Burrow, like you look at that deep out he threw to Jamar Chase at the end of the game there. He's throwing with anticipation. He's an anticipatory passer. He's not somebody that can be late like Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes, where those guys can be late and they can still get the ball in there. He doesn't have that ability. Joe Burrow doesn't, just like Mac Jones doesn't have that ability. And I'm not saying that as an indictment. I'm just saying the comparison between the two guys, it's not crazy in terms of the pure talent, so to speak. And if you look at Joe Burrow, massive leap in year two, right? So if you look at Burrow's numbers from year one, He was at 268 yards a game. He went up to 288. He went from completing 65.3% of his passes to 70.4, so up over 5%. TD rate went from 3.2% to 6.5%. The reason I use the percentages here is, of course, he got hurt at the end of the year. Rating went from 89.8 to 108.3. How about Mac Jones? His numbers are actually, in some metrics better than Joe Burrow's rookie year. 67.6 in terms of the completion percentage. The rating was at 92.5 compared to Burrow's, who was at 89.8. The touchdown rate was at 4.2% compared to Joe Burrow's, who was at 3.2. Now, here's what the Cincinnati Bengals have done for Joe Burrow. Now, you can criticize them to say, hey, they got to spend, they got to put more resources into the offensive line. That's clearly what they have to do this offseason. Number one priority for the Cincinnati Bengals has got to be helping protect Joe Burrow because as we've seen, he's not a great athlete. I mean, the Tennessee Titans front four was getting all over him the other day, but think about the guys that they have drafted as of late. So Tyler Boyd, a couple of years ago was a second round draft pick. They drafted him in, I believe 2017. They already gave him an extension. He's their third option. He averaged 51 yards a game. Well, The same year that they drafted Joe Burrow number one overall, you know what else they did? They gave him a weapon. They drafted T. Higgins in the second round. T. Higgins, big-time prospect coming out of Clemson. He averaged 77.9 yards a game this season and six touchdowns. So we all talk about Jamar Chase, and I'll get to him in a second. But you have other weapons there as well. Boyd, Higgins, and oh, by the way, yes, they drafted Chase in the first round this year. 85 yards a game, 13 touchdowns, 18 yards per reception. The only receiver in the NFL averaging more yards per reception 
than Jamar Chase this season, Debo Samuel, who's an absolute stud. So that's how impactful he was in his rookie campaign, so to speak, with Jamar Chase. He's already somewhere in the family photo of the best receivers in the NFL. He's somewhere in the top five. I mean, you're talking about Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Cooper Cup. Jamar Chase is right there in that conversation with the Justin Jeffersons of the world, etc. Now, here's the thing about the Patriots, and I know a lot of this is during the Brady era, but it's different now that Tom's not here anymore. The Patriots have drafted one receiver in the first two rounds since 14. That was Nikhil Harry. Now, I understand in the past why you didn't have to go after guys in the first and the second round of the draft. But now that you have Mac Jones, who is somewhat limited from a talent perspective, and look, I'm not saying that's a major indictment. You can get it done with the type of player that doesn't have the massive arm. Drew Brees did it. Matt Ryan won an MVP one season. We've seen what Joe Burrow's doing. So you can win without having an absolute cannon for an arm. I'm not saying that Mac Jones can't do it. But one of the things that we saw with Matt Ryan throughout his career with Drew Brees throughout his career, and now we're seeing with Joe Burrow, is those guys were always surrounded with weapons when they were performing at a high level. You think about a guy like Matt Ryan, it was at the beginning of his career, Roddy White, and they added Tony Gonzalez, and then eventually they add Julio Jones to the mix. Years later, they would add Calvin Ridley. You look at a guy like Drew Brees, he had a running back that could catch the ball out of the backfield, whether it be early on in his career, he had the Darren, early on in his career in New Orleans, I should say. You had the Reggie Bushes, then you had the Darren Sproles, you had Pierre Thomas could catch the ball out of the backfield, and then eventually you got to Elvin Kamara. He always had a big-bodied receiver, Marcus Colston, and most recently Michael Thomas. He always had a tight end, going back to Jeremy Shockey in his first Super Bowl run. Then they go to a guy like Jimmy Graham and even Jared Cook at the end of his career. So Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Joe Burrow, all guys with similar profiles to Mac Jones in terms of the arm strength, the lack of mobility, so to speak. Joe Burrow, probably the most athletic out of all four of those guys in terms of just his ability to scramble a little bit. But he's not a great athlete or anything along those lines. So when I look at it from that perspective, it makes me think what the Patriots need to do is they need to use more investments on legitimate, bona fide weapons. And that means using some of your draft capital, first and second round draft picks on receivers. Unlike how you've been doing business, For the majority of your time here in New England, if you're a Bill Belichick and company, you didn't put a lot of resources into the first and the second round. Now, you did occasionally. Deion Branch, second-round pick. Rob Gronkowski, second-round pick. You've done it occasionally. But I just feel like with Mac Jones, you got to get him more guys that can make things happen after the catch. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.